0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Two Have To Roll podcast. My name is Oliver. I am one half of your hosting duo. With me, as always, is my co-host Robin. Today we are live, as you can tell, right here with our little notification on Twitch. We're doing a live Q&A. The questions have been uh, put forward by our lovely discord community members Uh, i'm pretty sure that most of the questions that come in have been larp related but you you can throw some uh other types of questions if you want you can put some in chat we're going to go through all the ones in the discord we're going to go through some of the questions on chat as well Uh, we won't get to all of them some some of them uh either aren't appropriate or aren't worth (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to, uh, uh, a little bit uh, i think i think i think some of them are a piss take so uh, we won't be answering absolutely all of them but we'll try and get to most of them if we can cool should we kick off with the first one then robin do you want do you want me to do the first one you do the first one we'll take it in turns, why don't right?
1: you do the first one because i'm just grabbing the questions i've already been put into chat now just so that i can like make sure i've got them otherwise i'm going to lose them
0: yeah. Okay. So i th- I'm...
1: actually, I think I've got them on you go.
0: You got them cool. Right. Yeah. So first question uh, is from Chrysler in the Discord. Uh, what's your first step towards becoming emperor? And what can emperor do once you do actually become emperor? So we explain. Well, I feel two. like
1: this is actually directed to you. It says Why? Emperor, so I feel like it is directed. You can be an
0: emperor if you, you want. It doesn't say Oliver. Emperor. You can become emperor or empress. <laughs>
1: um i don't have a first step to becoming empress because i don't currently plan to become empress but i suppose if i were to become empress my first step would be i don't know Winning a couple of tournaments, gaining lots of allies and support and backing, and uh, going for it.
0: <laughs> what about you? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's more of a general question. I think I think Crisis is like asking like what, how would one become emperor, right? So uh, I don't think you, I don't think you need to be like a politician to become emperor, but I think I think it helps uh, because you currently the the emperor is um, or Empress is voted in by senators. So it's a two thirds, but as I was learning this event just gone, actually, it's a two thirds majority, uh, vote that you need to get in. So you, it's not just a, Oh, I just, I won by one vote. So the overwhelming majority of the, uh, of the empire generally like wants you to be, um, wants you to be emperor or Empress for you to actually, actually do it. Um, and then, what can the emperor do when she become emperor? So it is a. I don't. I don't know the complete ins and outs of of this. I I would like to get. Um, I would like to actually speak to the player of the last player. And well, while we've only had one player, um, empress, um, or Imper- Imperadrix, which is uh, Elisabetta, which uh, we haven't. Uh, she, she wasn't around in play when we started um no. the, the character Elizabeth actually disappeared into another realm um out of character the the player is is basically it's not like the, the the character's not around we know out of character the character isn't around um i would definitely like to to talk to to talk to them and then if once we get another when we get another emperor empress then I'd like to talk to them as well, but I mean, I know they have they have specific powers. They have um, veto powers. Uh, they can. Uh, I don't know how many vetoes they actually have. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Larp Noobs interview the last empress. Um, go go check that one out. They had uh, they had Roson, uh, who played this better. Um, th- that that's probably a better source for like exactly because she'll know exactly what it is that the empress can do but it, it's basically you can sit in on pretty much anything i think uh yeah. you have final say uh as well on decisions it's a it's a heart hi- it's basically it, it, like i said i don't think you need to, you don't need to be a senator to to become em- emperor empress Uh, but it is it's it's going to be a political position you know it's going to be a leadership leadership position uh and it is you also have you know you once you gain that that position you're then going to have to curry favor with all the nations so i do know that liz better was like trying you know trying to trying to keep all the nations on side because that's the thing when you've just got like a, a, a senate that you know will have changing members it's a little bit different from having one person sitting on that on that throne because you've got to answer for a lot personally you know so say if there was a a new emperor that wasn't dawnish you know that they're technically not the monarch of dawn right so what they can do is they can uh, dawn dawn can give them a, a a test of metal basically to and they don't have to do that, but it it, it it put you in good stead with dawn if you did type thing. And all yes. the other nations have that type <laughs> of thing going on. So uh, yeah, it's 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 a it's a job that is like yeah emperor, but um, it's it's out of character. It's it's a very big job as well. So um, but the, the, the yeah the first the first steps would be uh, make lots and lots of friends, <laughs> Make lots yeah, of friends,
1: make friends
0: and, <laughs> and learn how the empire works um yeah that would be like out of character to learn how the learn how the entire game works is is gonna have to be a thing you're probably not gonna do too well if you've got lots of holes in you in different parts of the game you know um you want to learn you want to know i I suppose if you're a leader that's on the the, the pinnacle of the pyramid you're going to want to know little bits of absolutely everything is probably yeah. the, the best thing to do, and you're probably gonna, you're probably gonna want to be likable and probably a good public speaker as well. Uh, would probably help.
1: Okay. So our next question is in from Dimitri Savic and their question is, "What small moment role play aspects would you like to explore at Empire?"
0: Ooh. What small moments? Yeah. Small, small
1: moment. moment role play aspects
0: don't that's that's a difficult one to to answer because I'm not entirely sure I think because most role play is, I don't even know if I would describe it as small I mean I, I guess if I guess if you mean like small a small moment in Empire is like would a big roleplay aspect be like going for a hat or someone dying so what would be a small role play moment then you think
1: See, I wasn't 100% sure on this one either, because again, I had that same thought. I was like, I need an example of what, what is a small moment role play aspect. My first thought was those sort of, you know, private and individual conversations in people's tents, learning small details about other people's characters and history in the game but I've had a lot of those, mm. and even though I, I would say those are those sort of small role play moments, they are extremely meaningful. So I'm trying to think of something that I haven't experienced yet that I would like to. That's on a small scale. Well, yeah, I think you yeah. and I are similar. We kind of think of the big ones, and then
0: yeah, I mean, I mean, small, small, ro- small. It's, it's, Why well, it's not small role play, but it's small, small moments. So I, I mean, I guess. I mean, I've done a lot of, I've done a lot with the, I, I mean, I guess, I guess like the healing, healing side of the game, I guess, you know, I've actually uh, dipped into a bit of the, um, yeah, yeah, it's a difficult, that's a difficult one to answer, yeah. actually. Um, because... so I was
1: kind of thinking, I mean, um, so we've done a lot in different nations, like going around and seeing people and stuff. I would quite like to experience maybe a little bit more of that, you know, sitting in a tavern having a drink and then you know meeting someone new and sitting and having an, an unlikely conversation and then potentially not seeing that person again and having that sort of mystery around that like that type of thing maybe would be quite cool
0: yeah I, yeah I, I guess that would be small moment kind of stuff yeah that those kind of things you see but that there, pro, it's probably difficult to like pinpoint one and say oh I want that until it actually happens and then you're like oh that was yeah. a that was a cool small play, role play moment
1: yeah, definitely. What other LARPs have you been looking at, and are you considering doing more guest episodes?
0: Um, yeah, we have been. We have been looking at other LARPs. Uh, LARP is <sighs> like LARP is very, very, uh, ed- like draining, like energy-wise. Um, it's it's a it's very. Uh, yeah very very draining on your on a lot of resources actually draining on uh draining financially it drains your time it drains your energy so honestly like for the four empire events is just about enough for us to be honest like you know we're, we're both busy yeah. busy people and we have we you know we have jobs outside of just like uh, you know doing this as well um but we do definitely, especially when, usually when we're like, oh yeah, we fancy doing that one and we don't tend to do anything by halves. Like it's very difficult for me to just be like, oh yeah, I'll just go try that one out randomly. You know, I usually like to know what I'm getting into. I usually like to have an idea of what, uh, you know, and, and come into it, uh, yeah, come into it with a good idea of what I actually want to do. So there, there are definitely um, the, ones, the ones that I have looked at are the uh the ilarp ones um, yeah they look really good uh the uh because so they do they do like a western one i think that would be pretty cool they do a hobbit one which i'd really like to do uh the the featureized ones as well look good um there's one week one this weekend that we didn't manage to we, we can't manage to go to we were booked for it but we can't we can't go now Um, that was like a Fey, a Fey one. Um, I think like fest LARPs, I, because we do empire, I don't, I don't really know. Like a couple of our friends do curious pastimes. Um, I had, I've, I've looked at those, uh, I've looked at at curious pastimes, but again, I don't know whether for my, for another LARP, I'd want to jump into another fest system, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, right. So. Like pretty much identical to you, actually. Um, I want to do a couple of the ILARC events. I particularly want to do second breakfast and hoist because those both look really incredible and like a lot of fun. Plus, you know, I get to be a hobbit at one and a pirate at the other. So nothing like my normal character. I feel like. I would like to experience another vessel arc as well. And Curious Pastimes is probably the one that we'd end up maybe trying out. Uh, someone was um, selling us on it recently, actually, yeah. and described part of it. And I was like, I could do that, actually. That's nothing like my Empire character. And I, I could make that work. Um, But again, it's tiring. Like, yeah, even just the four events and... Obviously, I work um, in a, a high school. I am restricted when it comes to holidays, and I think next year is going to be tough, even just trying to get enough time to go and do all the Empire events. So, well, I think a yeah. lot of them,
0: like I think like like your second breakfast, and that I think they take place on like the Friday night and the Saturday, and that's it. I think, I think yeah, or is it the like, Saturday, that Sunday? would probably work. Um, the the <laughs> second breakfast looks good because it's more of a chill, a chill one uh pd yeah it's, uh, P- pd uh we already do pd uh curious curious, <laughs> curious Times is uh someone had yeah we were, we were speaking to someone who goes to empire and they were saying that it's more like more of a heroic thing whereas like empire is very Empire's very like political pvp that's that's what it yeah. is you know it's 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 uh, the, the, i think the problem with with us well not well i'm not gonna speak for you but definitely the problem with me when it comes to larp is that uh empire is like my game like like i knew as soon as i saw empire i was like that's that's the larp i want to play you know because it has it has all the aspects that i want out of a larp. you know i like there's so much about it that i like that i understand that other people wouldn't like you know whether yeah. it's where it's the setting or whether it's yeah the, the pvp politics or uh yeah because it is heavily political you know or the fact that yeah the 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 combat is off site and there's no pvp combat and blah blah blah, you know um the fact that you can only be a human or an orc and and uh the the, mag- the magic's very it's not it's not completely out there and the the uh the character creation is very straightforward but other people might not like that other people might like complicated some people like less complicated than because some of them are just like oh you just create a character and you know whatever you know you just create a character and it doesn't matter, you don't have any stats you don't have any you don't have any hit points you just create a character you know
1: yeah um like something you mentioned there as well like about like the the fighting all being like away from the main campsite okay i would hate for people to like or for like monsters to come into our camp and start fighting us at empire but I want to try a LARP where that does happen. Yeah. And I also want to do the horror LARP that I like the look of.
0: Yeah, well, like, we'll definitely look at that because that's kind of after Empire Empire time, you know.
1: Um, what was the yes, second part of that, question?
0: Was the second part of that how, question? I
1: was going to say, yeah, the second part of the question was, um, are you considering doing more guest episodes? Um, and yes. We definitely 100% are. I think we've had a little bit of a break the last couple of weeks since coming back from E2 and getting our recaps and things in place. But now that that's sort of all underway and clicking over nicely, I think it's time to get some, some more guests on. And we do have a few ideas. So I think, yeah, 100% we'll be having more guest episodes on.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know about you, Oliver. I'm kind of thinking I'd like to do that for as long as we can having guests on because I think that it certainly made the long dark more manageable for me I don't know about you but it certainly yeah. helped
0: yeah no I I'm I'm quite uh you know I, I I enjoy having people on uh and you know really I mean I, I would like this to be more of a well like we, we've turned into a bit of an empire uh podcast stream right and um, you know, I, I, do, I do want to branch out a little bit as well. There's lots of people that I would love to have on, interview and things like that from, from all over the world, you know. Um, never say France. Yeah, C, uh, CP tends to play on bank holidays, so it might be easier. So I'm assuming that's the reason, because I know that Empire used to run on the bank holiday weekends. I'm assuming that's why they've taken that slot. Um, so the problem is the bank holiday weekends, it's... it's it's. I like the idea, but also at the same time, you know, the, the, the bank holidays mean that, You kind of get two events close together and a big gap, and then another two close together. I think.
1: Basically, we need to somehow get more energy to do more (laughs) laps. Okay, your Discord still being weird?
0: Yeah, next next one just has the has just D next to the name.
1: (laughs) Oh, it's a new game. You got to guess who it is.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I'd, it's Dolly <laughs> Yeah One well, thing is below that I've got Phil currently Just to, I don't know whether it's just because of the type of profiles people have got Because Phil's currently all there Reese is currently all there Kyle's already there Everyone else has just got the first letter of their names I have no idea why
1: that. that is so weird
0: this guy anyway uh well, from,
1: this is dolly next
0: from dolly in the discord uh when godric is emperor <laughs> would he be interested in hiring a sexy group of mercs as bodyguards i may know some people yes 100 percent. i will never be without uh, a sexy entourage um of leaguers that's my goal <laughs> um what are your both of your sorry what are your both of oh my god that's me it's not dolly it's not your question i just can't read um basically what are your aspiration aspirations um like our end goals for our for our kit Hmm.
1: i change this every day (laughs) i at the minute i want lots lots of shiny clanky armor which with which somehow also has lovely flowing fabrics into it, and is also super feminine but super clanky. Like I want to look like a badass warrior woman who is like you know all cool and womany, but also will probably beat you in the fight. That's so. So my goal is for my kit to 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 um somehow envision that yeah um I want to do something sorry I've made you paint my antlers so many times I want to do something new with my antlers I'm thinking maybe like having like something coming off them like chains or like a veil or something like that that just gives it that sort of like you know cool look <laughs> so more clank what's what are you thinking what's your goals
0: yeah I got admit I'm not like I'm not the biggest fan of my kit currently um I'm, I'm a little bit mail my kit um I think it's just I think it's just personal because a lot of people have like complimenting my kit but I don't know I just I feel like it's just it's just missing a few aspects um the the Dornish Noble kit is even though we're I'm I'm always trying to uh advertise empire is like accessible uh more accessible than people think because it has this reputation especially because the kit standards are technically high but that doesn't mean you need to spend an absolute fortune and you can get kit readily it likes more available than you think that being said uh the, the two that actually are quite difficult are the league because we literally just mentioned the league there um and dornish noble kit uh especially mask Dornish Noble kit. It's not like it's
1: it, it's definitely the mask one, isn't it? Because
0: there are so many like, uh, femme kits that you can, you're like, oh my god, that would be great for Dornish Noble. And then just like mask Dornish Noble is very difficult. You can kind of get like, you can get off the rack stuff that sort of looks Dornish Noble, but is a bit bit league as well, you know, um, some of the jerkins and things like that. Uh, but uh, and, and some of them are maybe a little bit winter mark as well, but uh, it's very difficult to just go on to, to just go on to Amazon, go on to uh, eBay and find something that suits a masked Dornish noble. Uh, so really, I kind of, I need to like spend the long dark just like getting stuff commissioned. Basically, you know, I would love, I would love a Hoopeland. I would, I would love a Hoopeland, a proper, proper one. But again, it's expensive. It takes a long time to get one commissioned. Um, you know,
1: I think for your kit, you need like you need a piece. You need some like one sort of like really striking piece, like the men sort of like necklaces that go around the top with like all like the. I don't know what they're called, actually, but that sort of look like something like that, some like striking piece of jewelry or something, because your kit looks absolutely great. But you keep saying that you don't feel like it does look great. And I think that's maybe something that because I mean, for me. I don't like my kit until I am wearing my like breastplate armor. Um, And I very rarely, even if I'm trying to like cool off, I'll take everything off and just have that over like a thin dress because yeah. that to me is when I feel more comfortable and confident in what I'm wearing when I take it off I feel a bit like uh oh, that's just a dress now isn't it
0: <laughs> yeah because I mean I don't want to go I don't want to go too quick because I, I I always feel like I'm like Godric's more of a not a scruffy noble but like a rough and tumble noble anyway so he he would dress like yeah so because so you, you get you get scruffy nobles and you get like real um fashionable yo folk uh, but it's usually the it's usually like the materials that you're you're looking at that are different and trims and things like that going to separate you from a noble and a yo folk you know um yeah. i tend to like combat noble it's fine i mean i do need like a load of um i mean his here's, here's, here's a tip for uh something that looks like european medieval if you're if you're uh, mask presenting uh, is searching for uh, searching for uh, Henley necks. Um, and I cannot believe the fabric has just left linen. There we go. If you, if you search for, cause they're actually in fashion right now um, is, yeah. is li, linen is actually in fashion for men's fashion right now. Um, cause linen shirts are a big thing, but if you go for a Henley neck linen, uh, it will look, it will look very medieval and it will look very Dornish actually um like it's very very knightly basically like a knightly if you want a knightly kind of undershirt that's going to look good just like and it's there obviously because they're linen as well they're real uh they're real um cool as well but yeah i mean i would i would like i would like something a little bit more regal really in my kit because i'm basically i, I look the most regal when i've got my armor on and my armor as well is like Basically, I think I feel like I need I need some some armor on my arms and things like that. Um,
1: I think you need more, like more of what you've got. Your yeah. armor is badass. You yeah. need more of it. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Well, no. F- been... Phil in the chat has said like chain of office. Yeah. That that's exactly the the stuff I've been looking at. I tell you what, that's not that that that's pretty expensive on Etsy. Like if, if you look for chain of office necklaces, um, it's. Uh, they look very, very Dornish. Um, uh, I've even I've even seen a few marchers kind of knocking about, and they look good on the marcher kit as well. But it makes them look more Dornish. Um, but that that, <laughs> is that it's not it's not cheap jewelry to come by. So again, a lot of the stuff, a lot of the stuff. The problem with being like someone who can make stuff is that every time I go right, okay, I kind of want that, and then I'm like, should I get commissioned? And then I'm like, well, I'm too cheap really to get it commissioned. And uh, maybe I can make it and then I don't bother making it because I haven't got time, you know, <laughs> to actually make yeah, it. Yeah,
1: we, we kind of fall into that because, so there's um meant to be like a ball in Dawn next time. And I was like, I've made dresses. I have a million patterns through there that would work fine. I can walk to a really good fabric store. So I spent 10 minutes thinking about that. Mm. And while I was doing that, I was shopping and I found a dress and bought it. <laughs> It's like, nope, nope. Yeah. Even though, but I think if I, I think if I found a dress that was ideal, but out of my budget, I would have gone and tried to make it. Probably on the Wednesday of Empire. Yeah, probably.
0: Yeah, because but and this is the thing. It's not. It's not. This isn't <laughs> like cosplay that's the thing it's like it this to stay on, well, it needs, to stay on it needs to be comfortable as well because you mean wearing it all weekend you know it's 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 not like a lot you can get away with a lot in cosplay as long as you kind of look you kind of look like what you're supposed to look like it doesn't matter if you can't sit down or stand up because you're just going to pose for photos and walk around a con floor whereas you know lap kit you're going to want to wear it like you're probably going to wear it quite a lot you know you're going to wear it like you know for for several weeks basically over a couple of years you know you, it's not something you want to just be like like especially yeah. and things like that so
1: plus there's really good resale value with larp kit because especially if you have lost a character mm. um not only will other players buy it but a lot yeah. of the, the the shops will buy it as well it's quite good
0: oh boba says yeah, the office all, chains yeah. can be found on cheaper ones can be found in mythelon okay i'll mm. i'll make sure and Bookmark that because I haven't actually worked yeah. on Mithrilon for that stuff. Um, um, nice intelligent gamer says uh, thinks I need a, an armored brass circlet. You know, I can cons- i considered a circlet. I have considered a circlet um, because I mean, I like—I lo- like the flower crown. Um, I like—I've seen players with beautiful like golden flower crowns. I—I um, I- I do like a flower crown, but also, yeah, I don't think there's enough circlets. Knocking about in dawn, there's a few people that have um, leather ones. There's a few people that have got real nice crowns as well. I think I want to get one
1: commissioned from Mm -hmm. Sasha. I've already spoken to her because the ones she makes beautiful, like proper little golden flowers and things. Mm -hmm. I think you should get one made from her as well. I think it'd be a good little
0: like upgrade from like having the actual flowers and then being like, right, okay, I've gone through my night errant stage. I've gone. Go on. Don't,
1: don't tell the rest of the time. I'm getting sick of wearing flowers in my hair.
0: <laughs> never, never. Uh, I, yeah. I would. I don't know what it is. I feel. I just. Uh, you know. I'm. I'm quite. I'm. I'm funny about my looks in general, anyway. And I think it's because. Yeah. A lot of people. You, because you look at your own kit so much, and you're just like, Ugh. So, uh So. then the the thing is with my kit as well. A lot of my money went on to obviously my armor and yes it's gold yes it's shiny but also like the, the shape is generic for that type of armor so there's nothing that actually like makes it unique apart from the fact that it's gold currently uh, yeah. so uh, yeah i do need to add a few bits uh, my shield as well i wasn't like uh, i don't know how i feel about my shield either like the paint job didn't really work out the way i wanted it to I
1: think it was pretty badass on the field and everything. It took a wee bit longer to like dry and set, but that technique worked. Like <clears throat> I think if you were to do that again, if maybe you wanted to make, I don't know, make me a buckler, but make it with like a full week for everything to set properly, I think it'd be perfect.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I need, to, I need to figure out. But basically, I think I need to like connect with some, uh, I think I need to connect with some like blop uh kind of cre- um like weapon and and that creators because there's definitely quite, yeah because basically the the gold paint is an issue because gold paint is and because we tend to use a lot of freaking gold in all of our costume for some reason um gold paint and latex and isoflex don't really work very well anyway uh well
1: go- what actually worked really well sorry like what worked really well when i was in my, my daggers because i've got some bright colors i've got mica powder and I mixed the mica powder in with the latex, and they just kept dipping them. Um, that was quite striking. My blue one is like blue, um, yeah. but yeah. So um, how, how about I'll, I'll ask you this uh, this next one? Okay, um This cool. is Dolly's last one. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Okay. Dolly has said, as a horse podiatrist.
0: <laughs> Farrier.
1: As a farrier, <laughs> it's not. It's assume... not Dolly's fault.
0: There's a whole. There's. It's a whole thing. Like it's, it's a whole... not
1: Dolly's fault. <laughs> no, it's not
0: Dolly's fault. It's a whole thing.
1: I assume you work with the forge side of life. Have you thought about trying to make armor and that, and that such? Slash, would you like to?
0: Um. Okay, so this is quite. This is quite a question to unpack, right? Because this is my career, right? So, uh, <laughs> the the, the the, the short answers are uh, yes. I have I, I I've done a lot of work on uh, in forging and blacksmithing. I've done a lot of it. Uh, have I tried making armor? No. Would I like to? No. They're the short. They're the short, they're the short answers. Uh, I like when when I trained. Like you had to do my job, you have to learn how learn how to make horseshoes and you need basic forging skills, right? And the different types of horseshoes you can make require you to be a, a good blacksmith. Um, once, once you have basic, uh, I'm trying, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to think of a, another, uh, something else that, that someone could relate to. Like once, once you have the, the basics of it, you then can like branch out, but most people will have an idea of what they want to do. Right. So, if you're training to be a farrier, right, your main job is is going to be being a farrier. You need to learn how to make horseshoes. Therefore you need basic blacksmithing skills uh, to do that. If you want to be a bladesmith, that's going to be your main goal. You're going to need basic blacksmithing stuff. It, there is a point where or a decorative blacksmith or a, um, a industrial blacksmith, they're going to veer off quite a bit, you know, after a certain point. So, as like if you're going to heat metal and go right, okay, I know how to work with metal, um, at a forge, that's the basics. But then the, the, they're very different jobs, kind of after that. Uh, I did. Uh, so during my training, uh, I took part in a lot of uh, competitions right? So horse, they're, they're horseshoeing competitions, but they're not horseshoeing competitions, they're shoemaking competitions. Uh, and a lot of them are blacksmithing exercises. So you will compete against other people. So for example, because it, it's, they're basically all blacksmithing uh, tests, if you like. Uh, so like, okay, so, so quite an advanced one would be like, this. it's a two man thing. You need to, from scratch, make a pair of tongs and then once you've made that pair of tongs, you're then going to make a Clydesdale horseshoe. So that would be an example. So yeah, like I have good enough blacksmithing skills to take a, just a bar of steel and make a shit ton of stuff with it. Um, Have I ever done it for armor? No. Um, So where like armor smithing and like Blacksmith the Horseshoeing diverges. So, if people, I, I'm pretty sure that people in this kind of community um, have heard of a TV show and I think it's called Forged in Fire because I haven't actually watched much of it. Forged in Fire? I think it's Forged in Fire. Yeah, yeah, it's, a, yeah it's something a, like that. It's yeah. a really popular show where uh, people go and they, they, do a load of forging exercises and it gets judged by a load of stuff and it usually ends with them like so so they they it's like a, there's like a load of knockout rounds and then they go home and they have to make a blade and then they, they come back with a blade and they do a load of tests right so I, I i've known personally a couple of uh farriers that have been on that show so when it comes to uh farrier skills you need to work fast, right? You need to work fast. You've got an animal you're working on. You usually have, you work in horseshoes in pairs, right? So you have, when one is in the fire heating up, you're working the other one, but you don't want the other one. The other one needs to be reaching the right temperature and you've got to, you've got to stroke while well, the iron's hot, right? Uh, so mm-hmm. you've only got a certain amount of time to do it. And it's like our exams and things that are very heavily timed, so farriers can work the forge fast right so you you 'll see a farrier on that show uh our hammer work is great like my hammer work is is fast and it's amazing and it's 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 top notch weirdly enough when you go into like bladesmithing, so when you see the farriers on that show and they're trying to make a sword we don't really work with grinders. most of bladesmithing is is you you get a you get the shape or you you know you you fold it and fold it and fold it and fold it, it depending on what you're doing especially things like damascus and things like that and then yeah, you spend
1: damascus, isn't it, when they keep folding. yeah
0: and then you and then you spend uh several hours on the grinder like that my, my my profession isn't used to doing that type of thing that's that's another skill on top of that armor smithing would be yeah using a lot of time working the metal cold like armorsmiths just use a lot of time working Cold metal and and working into shape, spending a lot of time, meticulous like, and they spend hours. Whereas like I can whack out a pair of horseshoes in like ten minutes, you know. So it's 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 different. Uh, would I like to do it? Probably not, because I know I can I could do it. I've got the, the hard skills to do it. Uh, but I've I've spent the last fifteen years of my life doing it, and I spent I spent a good six years like I I went abroad and I competed in horseshoe competitions. I like lived and breathed it. Uh, and I'm done with that part of my life. Now. <laughs> like I, like I, I smell a forge now and it gives me flashbacks to being an apprentice <laughs> to, to be an apprentice and, and just working that forge and having my, like just, just, just the skin coming off my hands uh, and my arm just about falling off because I had to make like, you know, hundreds of pairs of horseshoes in a day.
1: Uh, it was it was you at uh, what's your game? And I was like, oh, it's a forge. You were like, like nope.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do it. So there's the thing. I'm I'm at the stage in my life where I want to like try other stuff, which is why I quite like I like working with other materials, I like working with leather. I like working with foam. I like working with um, uh, yeah, like fabric and things like that. Now, so yeah. I hope that was a I hope that was <laughs> I hope that was a comprehensive answer.
1: That was a very comprehensive answer, yeah. Um yeah, we're on to onto Phil's questions now. You wanna you wanna take this away?
0: <laughs> okay, so I think um this is sort of aimed at like I think where I I, th- I think I think Phil's trying to test us for, for generalship. Um so did hmm oh, actually there was there another question here that might set this one up. No, I can't find it. I think, I think there is one. But anyway, right, I'm going to ask you this one, right? How many Dornish armies are there? Three. There are three. Can you name all the current Dornish armies?
1: Eastern Sky, um, Golden Sun, and Griffin's Pride.
0: Ah, There we go. Can you name their qualities?
1: No. (laughs) (laughs) I know that Golden Sun is, like, um, one of the first armies of Dawn. Um, But... No is my answer. I was a little bit like, wait, what do you mean by like qualities? When I read the question at first, I was like, I'm gonna have to go and do some research on Wiki. And I
0: you, didn't do that. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. No, I, I don't. Honestly, I know that. I... Well,
1: no, like I thought. I'm pretty sure. Like I, this is by. I'm, I'm pretty sure. It wasn't Griffin's Pride originally named something else? But they know. were like all wiped out, and then Griffin's Pride. Rep... <sighs> there was something there and this is what i'm trying to remember here and um as a result they're a lot more like ferocious and everything since then or is that yeah, no i think there is I- some truth i'm to bullshitting that. right now everyone <laughs> no i
0: think there's some truth that so so the qualities okay. <laughs> like i can't name their qualities but the qualities are a the the there's the, the something given to the army so they can use certain maneuvers when they're like attacking or defending or something like that
1: oh yeah right <laughs>
0: yeah so that, so that so that, like so that when the hounds of glory were around they could use their, because their quality was that which was tailored to them that meant that when they attacked they could use a certain thing that
1: so so their quality is an actual in-game mechanic yeah, then
0: it's an in-game mechanic. i didn't
1: get yeah. oh okay okay
0: okay yeah okay. i don't i don't know all of them i know them. i know i know the gist of what like the current Dornish armies can uh, are sort of good at um hmm. i couldn't i couldn't describe to i couldn't word for word say oh yeah they can do this when they take this when they take the attack action or the defender blah 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 so like the golden sun are uh they're like I don't want to say the word slow. I get like sl- like slower. They're more methodical. They're more like doof, 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 we're gonna move into this territory, you know. And they're just they're very much like a, just a for a slow moving force that is just going to get into a territory and 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 stay there and just start slowly doof, 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 pushing through. Um, the Griffins' pride are more of a smash just smash him type thing. Ra, get him out. Um, uh, whoops. And then the Eastern Sky are. Uh, they're the ones that can you they can use the the resourceful stuff so they can like said, hunker yeah, yeah they, they can go and like hunker down and and uh replenish resources and just like and and chill and go like okay well, let's let's gather our um let's get our shit together everyone <laughs> that's, that's that's I mean, that's the gist of it uh of what they can do uh the uh mm-hmm the next question. Am I asking this one? You asking this yeah, one?
1: Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I know you okay. go for it.
0: Why would Tancred be an amazing senator for the Barons? Can I answer? Yeah.
1: Because he gladly paid the cost.
0: Because he, he paid the cost. <laughs> he gladly paid the cost.
1: do it again?
0: <laughs> it's funny because I've actually, I've actually had, I think I've had two people like in character already before we even took the Barons actually come up to him and be like, Hey, you know, I want to be the senator of the Barons. Um, Tancred hasn't come and given me a, 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 a pitch yet, but it's going to be hard to... It's going to be hard to for anyone. Like, I'm pretty sure Tancred would just like, hey, Godric, you know, I've, I'm going for senator of the Barons. <laughs> it's going to be... <laughs> I, I don't think he'd need any much, much more of a pitch. Like, somebody's going to have to come with me, at me with a pretty good pitch. Uh, yeah, a, well, not but... pretty good pitch, a very good pitch. Why wouldn't go for wouldn't go for Tancred, you know. I just, you know.
1: I mean, yeah, I've had a few like letters and things through. Um, thing is though, I don't think I can vote cuz I'm not going to have a favour. So.
0: Well, <laughs> so this country. is oh my god, my right. My house
1: might be able to vote by yeah, then.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I alluded to it on the on the on the podcast when we did our recap, but yeah, I had a whole thing where Basically, like, the ASTLAT election was—the uh, the reason it screwed up was partially—was was basically my, my fault. Not technically my fault. It, so I had a, I had a dud uh, favor. Not that I went, oh, I'm going to make a dud favor. No, they just, like, PD gave me a favor for whatever reason. It was a bit—it didn't work for the voting, and it was— it was a whole it was a whole thing, you know. Drama. It was yeah, it was a whole thing because then like I gave another favor the next season and then like people were coming at me like in character being like why did you blah blah. blah. I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to get this sorted out and it, it's it's been a whole thing, but I feel like it's going to the complications be confounded because I'm a baron's noble. The baron's nobles get their favors in spring apparently. <laughs> uh but now the barons is now adornish territory so i'm like uh, so so will i get one so uh, so it makes more sense now if that we get our favors because there's four seasons and four territories i don't know so i might get i might get a new one before next year or i might not i don't know uh
1: it's yeah we'll see the drama Never accidentally been involved in so much drama. Something that I just okay, here you go.
0: <laughs> Griffin's pride were uh were wiped out with the barons to allow another others to get away. Someone had a past life vision. So yeah, you're right, Robin. That they, they were wiped out. Yeah, they were they were reformed.
1: Another one from Phil Slash Tancred. What qualities would you want to see on a new fourth and fifth Dawnish army?
0: Uh so like like I I feel like I just did like a little. I, so the, the kind of rundown I had was like we we've got we got a big we got a big slow slower moving army that is just like freaking, we're dawn we're here, get used to it. Um, we've got one that is like aggressive, and we got one that's a little bit like you know. Uh it can go yeah yeah can can go get all the resources and things like that i feel like we need another another aggressive one because obviously like now we've lost the hounds of glory like another one with like a glorious i can't remember what the quality is called glorious glorious something that the hounds had is some something of the similar type of thing i feel like i feel like dawn needs at least like two aggressive armies to like just smash go forward you know um because basically I, like from what i gather uh i think dawn is all of the opinion that like i don't think it's all just political bluster i think it's really a thing that when we when people are like oh do we give the barons to dawn it's just like hey you know we have basically come we've come all over the empire you know when we've been needed and we've done the stuff uh, you give us the barons we're gonna have more resources to have armies to come and help you do the stuff and you know we will come and smash so i think we need another army like that you know uh, a, a fifth army i'd probably this is probably a similar type of thing you know i i, I don't know enough about the well- qualities in the military game to give you a, a specific answer to uh,
1: but the Fifth Army, I mean, like, we're, we're done and we're going to be aggressive. We want what's best for done. Mm. But, I mean, we also like to compete against each other. So the Fifth Army needs to be something that can compete with the Fourth Army to rile them both up a bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we can maybe answer a couple questions together because uh, Phil's final question mm-hmm. is, have you put the sad little dog markers on you where meaningful? And then that obviously has sparked a few questions from yeah. K- Kamoba about... Um, what the markers are um what happened and so on so
0: a lot of this still, is going first to be of all, yeah
1: they're, they're right here
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> not put them anywhere yet because i are just not okay <laughs> they're here they're with me they're next to me here and they're safe okay
0: so the, the sad little dog markers uh we'll, we'll probably be going over this I think did we go over it because we've already recorded Well I already it.
1: mentioned the memorial. Yeah. I forgot this question was down here because I already yeah. mentioned the memorial, mm. what they signified, why they were there. Yeah. Um yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so that they, they were they were fallen fallen yo folk uh that didn't have houses that Tancred Dakota for had had made a memorial to them. Um
1: ain't he great
0: yeah so so yeah they were so yeah yeah no they were so there were others so like they would they were obviously like out of character like aimed at us the ones that we took the ones that were given to us sorry um by by phil but there was like many many others uh that uh were there to to signify these yo folk that didn't have houses to to mourn them um yeah so and i don't they're not they're not anywhere meaningful right now uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just just on the desk um we'll we'll have to find a place for them at some point uh have you uh so so k kamoba is it kamoba again up, yeah. i can only see k for some reason um ha- have you any plans for training your soft skills towards generalship Who, me <laughs> i don't know i guess so we have we have this we have this thing about like so uh, Komoba's also asked a question below that says, obviously we all know Godric is going to be general, is going to be general, uh, but will Arunel be aiming for Emperor? So we have this thing currently that Godric's story like started out uh, with the... Uh, uh, Komoba, hey, we're just answering your questions uh, in, in in the chat. Yeah, we're, so have you, have you any plans for your soft skills towards generalship? I imagine was sort of aimed at me. Uh, but we've got this weird thing going on currently that like Godric's story has started out with him going for general and then being like, Oh, I don't think I want to go for general. And then I just find myself in military council quite a lot and having interest there. And I'm still a little bit like, I don't think that's what I want. Uh, but everyone's like, yeah, yeah. Are you going to, when are you going to be general? When are you going to, when are you going to go for, start going for general? You should be a general. Uh, but out of character I think you actually want to go for general more than I do
1: well my long term goal would be helped massively if I became general um, because my <laughs> long term goal <laughs> is not to be empress <laughs> or like anything like that I my, my very long term goal is to be field commander that's what I want to be and I feel like, you know, playing that sort of part of the military game, getting into, like, the generalship and everything, is something that can, well, obviously is going to mean that I can actually yeah, go we'll forward uh... and become field commander.
0: <laughs> yeah, it'll so help. that's yeah.
1: actually, like, the, the, the goal's there. Um, but...
0: Yeah, I mean, Empire is... military people in the chat can, can probably... Uh help me out here, but if you want to be not, not field marshal, but command, either like leading Dawn on the battlefield or field commanding the forces in some aspect, it's usually going to be given to the, obviously you pick the, you pick the field marshal, the military council will pick the field marshal. And then obviously then you assign things like field commander, you know, or who's going to be leading uh, which army? When? Uh, that's probably going to go to a general or a, an adjutant to a general, you know. So I'm pretty sure if you're like, if you were doing something where you're like, hey, you know, and you approach the general, you approach the military council and be like, hey, you know, I've got this test of ardour that says I need to lead the forces of Dawn on the battlefield, you know, I can do this. Blah 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 blah. Uh, you probably will get away with it, you know, if, if in the right circumstances. But I think generally for what you want, I think it's gonna it's gonna it help you a lot if you're in military council.
1: <laughs> yeah, I want to just kind of fill it a bit. Although at the at the minute, I am really into like um the night protector side of it that fills the entire weekend. Yeah, you already got a hat. <laughs> yes, I'm working on my next hat after this hat. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to keep the hat. <laughs> <Frickin'>
0: ambition, <laughs> ambition. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I Almost guess like
1: it's a priest of ambition in our house. <laughs>
0: I think, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, night protector, I, I wouldn't mind doing night protector after you, um, we'll see, we'll see what the state of play is, uh, in general, like in character and out of character, um, with the night protector winter after your term is done, uh, it might be that, uh, it, we feel like it should stay, uh, with our little group, you know, um, i'll back you well yeah it, it, it depends how invested we are you know or whether we want to pass or you know yeah i'm saying we it, it will be like a group decision of like where we want to you know if we're okay with the the title just going oh yeah well, see whatever whoever else wants to do with it, because basically uh morrigan had to deal with all the previous night protector stuff when she took it over and now she's passed all you know, you, now you have it, and it's like, you know, you you were mentored by her, and it's just like, well...
1: That, that's the thing. I feel like if I have a very successful year at it, and I'm able yeah. to achieve quite a lot mm-hmm. for dawn mm-hmm. and winter, there's a lot of... I mean, like, Lady Morgan did so much in her, her, her time there, and me trying to, like, take over that. There is... I don't know what happened in the past exactly, but there is so many like barriers in the way with winter and it is difficult. But I'm like, if I can have a really successful term and then pass that on to the right person to take over that, which would totally be Godric.
0: Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what the, um, we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah. Robin for general and empress. Yeah. Well, this is the other thing about being the emperor empress like it you you've got it you've got to do a lot of stuff to because i know liz better would like went out onto the battlefield like and i would do that if i was emperor i would be like Mm. it's not actually that productive to be out on the battlefield because it's a lot of your weekend and you're such a busy person but also it's like i am the figurehead for the empire like i need to be on that battlefield you know um yeah I as mean, a
1: character you'd probably want a little time away from it well you've probably got too much
0: to go crap to do yeah i mean you've probably got fun. lots of meetings that you probably want to get done and be like you know what, i actually want to just sit in a tavern for a second i'm gonna you go know? fight so I'm away yeah. from these
1: meetings for a while
0: yeah yeah um long-term goal is to be married to the emperor <laughs> uh field commander 10 out of 10 is gonna happen yeah hard skills voice training how to project voice over shouting yeah um There's a handful of field marshals who haven't been generals, uh, leading just Dawn uh, is a bit less fiddly without being on the military council. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, I would would say being, like, lance captain, wing captain, and then leading Dawn, being field commander, then being field marshal, they're, like, your, your steps, of yeah. command right on the battlefield so it depends on which one you're aiming for is going to be and that th- they'll go up in difficulty because no one you know th- you're going to have to like people who get voted as the field marshal people are going to pick the right person for the job or who they think is the right person for the job you've got a lot of people voting you're not just going to get people you know so it's going to be people who are like yeah they're good for it or they're invested because it's their home we're going to and blah 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 and they've done the stuff uh, so yeah, f- field marshalling will probably be a longer, a longer term thing, a, a long, t- a very long term goal. But field commander or commanding dawn. Uh, thing is, we, we've had f- we've had field commanders that have just so happened to be in charge of dawn because <laughs> they're trusted in that position. Because dawn is usually when we fight as dawn, we're the biggest force on the battlefield, usually because we're you know the, the Wintermark and Navarre, the, the other two big nations. The other day, sometimes. So usually when Dawn come on the, if you're ordering Dawn about, you're pretty much ordering a lot of the, a lot of the, uh, the bodies on that battlefield. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you're going to have stiff competition for that, for that type of thing. Um, oh, hell yeah. but again, it, like, you know, it's all about making, pre- <laughs> you know, depending on what you want to do, if you're doing it for a test or something, like that, and you're just like, Hey, you know, uh, I, I need to lead. <laughs> I would really like to lead Dawn on the battlefield type thing. Um, there'd
1: be a lot of like seconding and then like working up there's a ladder to work through which is totally doable for anyone really which is what i love about it like looking at it it's like okay i feel like i'm down here at the minute but there's these steps to kind of follow and it doesn't matter who else is here with me everyone's got the same sort of chance to just go for it if you put yourself forward and really go for it which i just love
0: yeah, um, yeah. The, um, the soft skills uh, come over. Like, uh, I mean, I do play tactical games. I do play like Total War and things like that for like generalship type things. Um, that there are, I do, I do know uh, players. Like, so yeah. So I mean, I, I mean, well, I, I technically know all the like know the uh, all the players of the generals in Dawn. Uh, a couple of them have, you know said that they obviously do the whole practicing the pretend game and then playing the pretend game <laughs> type of thing i haven't done any of that type of thing yet you know so that's uh, that's one soft skill i haven't haven't been practicing um this is why uh no one wants it or we're all pushing you into it yeah this is it well to be fair that's a, that's the case with a lot of hats a lot of people will be like i don't because there's they are such big jobs you know uh, that's the thing anyway. On to the next one.
1: Uh okay, 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 okay. So our next one is from Cambodia. Um let's see. Sorry to quit the scan it first. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't you you don't rom right. burgundy yet.
1: What does that mean?
0: Oh my god. Chat, have you not have you you've seen Anchorman? You've seen Anchorman. Right?
1: Uh... yeah
0: i'm ron burgundy
1: as podcasters what (laughs) (laughs) as podcasters what advice would you give people looking to do their own podcast um perhaps decent resource of information that helped you when you began
0: okay so i mean this is this is a big question to unpack uh What advice would I give to someone looking to start their own podcast? Uh, the short answer is hit record, hit record, which is good advice. Uh, but sometimes that's a bit like, well, what the hell does that mean? Uh, it means just do it. (laughs) It means just do it. Doesn't matter. Uh, and it's podcasting is a, a funny thing because it seems like some think that you go maybe i'm not going to speak i don't think i can speak for everyone but i think some people listen to podcasts and they go oh it's just some people talking about what they're interested in i do that all the time without being recorded i'll just jump on and and do that uh that's not the case <laughs> uh you 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 can everyone goes through a learning curve uh you, like i will i have to suffer through listening to us i have to listen to myself speak uh and listen to our podcast a lot you know so like if we do you know a two-hour recording then i'll have to go and listen to us for at least two hours even if we're doing just a podcast that doesn't need any editing really it's just like it's just us and i just need to lightly edit it i still need to check the whole thing and make sure that nothing is going crazy wrong uh yeah like we've done like so, so the good thing about that is that I get to like be hypercritical and be like, okay, well we could have done that, could have done this, could have done that. Um, if you go back and listen to our earlier podcasts, I look go back and go, oh my god, cringe, you know. <laughs> but the cringe means that we have improved. So you got to hit record. You got to always be improving as well. I would highly suggest. Um, a lot of podcasters won't agree with me. And I totally understand it. Uh, I think video is very important. I think I think doing vodcasts as well as podcasts. Uh, if you can only start with podcasts because you don't have a camera, uh, but everyone has a phone, so it, like most most people, I would, I would say ninety nine percent of people have a smartphone, right? That has a decent recorder, like an iPhone. Uh, you can record a podcast on your iPhone. You know, even if you don't have like headphones, blah blah blah, you literally can just record a podcast like this, uh, and then upload it. There are free, uh, like, uh, what's the um, SoundCloud is free? Mm -hmm. I think it's free hosting. I've never used SoundCloud, but I think it's complete free hosting. If you want to host on a website, then it's not massively expensive. But uh, if you just if you get a hosting. if you pay for hosting, then obviously that puts out to like Spotify and things like that. Um, but I would quickly upgrade to like, uh, YouTube and doing video and make sure that you, I mean, the the things, there's so much you can do with podcasting. Uh, you, you want to basically spread it out as much as you, as much as you can, you know? Yeah. Uh, do you have any suggestions for,
1: yeah, I mean, like, obviously you've already said the main one is to just, to just do it, to mm-hmm. just to, to hit record. And um, I would also say when it comes to making a podcast and something you want to speak about, instead of trying to think of what would other people find interesting? What do they want to know about me? Pick something you find interesting. Because if you're speaking about something you enjoy, something you're interested in, something that you're passionate about that comes across and other things can come you can talk about other things later or branch out into other realms but to start off with make it enjoyable for yourself because that comes through in how you speak and how you act and so on
0: Hmm. I think I mean there's definitely layers to because I mean we've definitely had our hurdles that we've we've had to and we're, we're, we're still jumping over and overcoming you know uh there's 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 things that we're still working on as uh broadcasters and technically entertainers um the interview process is robin's going away that's the see now i now i have now i have to speak to you on my own uh so the interview process is going to be different from say having a co-host is going to be different from talking to yourself like i'm doing now so that this is this is a very different experience uh sitting down and going okay well i'm going to do a podcast and i'm going to speak to myself that's not as natural as people that people might think you know people like will see because that's the thing a lot of people will absorb uh media when people are like streaming or where you've got like uh, someone doing a podcast on their own when you jump into doing that a lot of people aren't used to just talking to themselves Um, I've actually got to the point where I'm actually better at talking to myself than uh, I am maybe talking to a real (laughs) person. Talking to a camera can also seem a little bit, uh, it takes a while to get used to, like literally looking into this camera and being like, oh yeah, I'm going to talk to the camera. um, Isn't as natural as people think it is. Um, And then another ripple is having a co-host as well, because a co-host is different from someone that you're interviewing. If you're having Interviewing is a, another skill that, uh, yeah, people seem to think, uh, some people seem to think that is it's going to be, oh, yeah, I can do that. I can talk about LARP or I can talk about whatever it is uh, with this person. Uh, but people generally are very good at talking about themselves and they like talking about themselves whether they know it or not. Um, this is all like old school how to make friends and influence people stuff, like people's favorite subject is themselves. Uh, But most people don't realize that. Uh, What's difficult about that is that to overcome that in human nature, you need to be a good listener to be a good interviewer. Uh, So it's very basic stuff. You need to be good at doing the follow-up. It helps building what Robin said if you are actually interested in the topic that the person is speaking about because I've done some interviews that haven't been about things that I'm super into, you know, it's easy for me to talk about LARP with someone. I never write down questions. Um, I'll do a two hour podcast and I will not have, I will have questions like I'll have stuff lined up in my head. Um, and yeah, it, it, it's, it's, uh, sometimes sometimes to a detriment actually that, uh, that I've I've had to kind of learn things back like sometimes I'm I'm almost too I get too excited and I get too I get too inquisitive you know so uh are you Miss uh, <laughs> are you used to listening to the sound of your own recorded voice now uh I am Robin doesn't do the editing so I don't think you are right nah <laughs> yeah I'm...
1: sometimes i'll come through you your editing and i'm like oh oh no yeah no thanks yeah Do i um, sound like that are my vowels that painful to say yeah. like
0: so some of it as well is that it depends on the format that you're doing as well so if you're doing a podcast is different from a short form video is very different from a very short form video like a tiktok or a or a youtube short or something like that uh so so some people get very conscious if they're going, uh, well, um, dead air. But if you cut all that out in a long form conversation, it sounds weird, right? So that it's your mannerisms that you might hate about yourself makes a long form conversation more normal. You know, it, they're completely okay. If you're being interviewed, don't worry about like, your your mannerisms you know and you're like oh i wish i didn't you know i wish i didn't do that I didn't do that because it's like you, you're acting like a normal person in a conversation with another person it's it's okay if you're doing a short form conversation then we're going to do a lot of chops and we're going to take out lots of gaps we actually edit like the end i'm going to edit the end of one word exactly at the start of another word you know so you get that transition if you're doing long form content like yeah. this it's completely different so it, yeah, you do. You definitely get used to your of your own voice, and your mannerisms as well. Even though sometimes you might hate them. Um, excellent. Yeah. Is, was there another part of that? Uh,
1: um, no. perhaps a decent resource of information that helped you and began. And you've kind of like you like, talked about that. Actually, the best got resource. Stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the best resource is other podcasters. Uh, go. You, you can go listen to what other people are doing and take what you like from them. Uh, Sometimes you, sometimes like I I will, when it comes to interviewing, I will, I'll study people that sometimes I don't like, (laughs) Uh, but it's always good to be like learning different techniques, you know, and learning how people do it. Like there's, there's certain people that are very famous interviewers that hey you might not agree with you might not even like their interview style but they have a way of getting they have a they have a way of emceeing a conversation you know uh some people are very good at you know uh like one of the biggest podcasters in the world is joe rogan right uh whether you like him or not he has very good techniques on conversation and especially if you're doing long-form conversation where you're like because sometimes, yeah, you speak to someone and you'll be going, hey, this person, I'm asking this person questions. This person isn't, I don't think this person is actually giving me much, you know. And if you listen to long form podcasts where people are interviewing people, you will learn how to keep a conversation going, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. And that, and that goes for, like, if you're doing a podcast just on your own or with a co-host or a couple of co-hosts or whether you're doing, like, an actual play D&D stream or something like that type of podcast or whether you're doing an audiobook podcast, listen to the stuff that you are trying to imitate, basically.
1: Yeah, exactly. There's so much out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So our our next question is from Reese in the Discord. And Reese has asked... If you could name a new dawn, sorry, a new army, what would you name it? I'm going to make the assumption that this is a, a new sort of empire army.
0: No, just the, just the real it's a world army. Just a real world army. <laughs> yeah, Oliver's army. Just yeah, just uh, if you could name a new army. Um, oh God, you could, you know you to have fun with this one. Um. Because cur- currently, well, I mean, since we've lost the Hounds of Glory, there's there's not one with glory in it anymore. So I guess we could... Puppies
1: of Glory. Yeah. They're
0: not I mean, we could white just, hounds
1: yet, but no, they're the puppies.
0: No, no. I mean, we could just piss Eleonaris off and just call them, like, the better Knights of Glory, you know? <laughs> <It's> just...
1: <laughs> then you'll get even better Knights of
0: <laughs> Even better Knights of Glory. The best Knights of Glory. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Better <laughs> than the best, <laughs> nice. Um, oh dear.
0: Yeah, come over. Ask. Did you know Dawn can have monarchs? Yes, we did. Uh, the first Empress to test of Arda. Have we heard the te- uh, heard this story? It is a very good story, and it is a very. It's probably the best story in the Empire, to be honest. um The the monarch of Dawn is a whole thing. It's a whole thing in play um i know I, I know you're not a, an empire player um come over, but also yeah a lot of this like the best way to hear this story is is in play uh because there were some really good tellers of this story uh yeah in play it's it's great um a lot of people have been like should we have a Monica dawn because we used to have a Monica dawn is it needed? Do we want it? Blah blah blah. It's a cool little like political thing that can happen because we can do the whole like uh, Winterfell thing of like the king in the north type thing. If you know, if we get really pissed off, um, but also technically, like the throne can be the uh, the monarch. I think I think technically, if if the mo- if the next if the next um, throne is Dornish, they they are automatically the monarch of Dawn. Uh, I think that's how it works. Um, if they're not, then they, if they do like a test set by the Dornish, then, uh, then they're the monarch of dawn. So, uh, hmm. but it is, it is a, it is a fantastic story because it has like test of metal, test of Arda,
1: oh, yeah. like, all the stuff, it love, it's, it's a
0: Dornish story, it's a very Dornish story and it's a very important one for the empire as well. It's a great one. Um, Definitely. So, uh, oh, do you want to read the next one?
1: Uh, yeah sure um kyle has said do you see the eastern front closing before the treaty with the grendel end
0: um i don't know too much about this because i'm not invested I'm, in that I'm type the same. Of the,
1: I'm, I'm, in this type not... of uh
0: game um but i'm i i don't think so i think i think that i think the, the grendel stuff is probably imminent especially since we're doing we seem to be doing well against the druge so yeah mm.
1: it's a hard one actually that one because yeah, yeah i've just i've been so invested in what we're doing with the druge and things like that i've not actually um so my, yeah i'm not too sure like yeah. i'm interested to in see what happens but yeah
0: yeah, yeah. which um yeah this yeah. is probably oh, i'm assuming you were going to head on to this one yeah yeah uh which foreign nation or barbarian nation would you most enjoy fighting in an uptime battle or most enjoy fighting in uptime battles
1: um i want to fight i'm not going to name an actual um like barbarian nation because i'm not entirely sure which ones it would be but i want to fight something that has like big monsters or like land sharks or stuff like that i want to fight something that brings big monsters new big monsters to the battlefield and rides on new big monsters that's what i want to see that's what i want to fight
0: (laughs) yeah i think i mean i love fighting the druge um i definitely i i I really i I think i spotted a question chat actually and we'll talk about that a little bit later uh i i do i i really like fighting the druge uh uh, I'd like play, I prefer playing as the Jotun than fighting against them, because um, Jotun are fucking cool. Uh, I would, I would, I don't know if I'd like to fight the Grendel, actually, because, oh, I would, no, I would like, that's that's the wrong thing to say. I would like, like, if it came about, I wouldn't be like, bum, no, oh, fight the Grendel. Uh, but I feel like there's a lot of players that did a lot, before we started playing, fought the Grendel and the Thule a lot. And they've already got all these stories and just like, oh yeah, you know, war rhinos, the Grandol, screw the or blah blah blah, and then the older the players that blame playing, playing even longer before it gets the Thor, but and we've got all those stories, so it's just like I think if we started fighting all them again, it would be like, oh, this is cool, but it's not absolutely brand new. I think what I would like is something that was absolutely brand new that the entire player base was like, whoa, this is new, instead of us yeah. going back to. It's a little bit like, you know, Magic the Gathering going back to an old set also like, be like oh yeah we're going back to Zendikar or something like that and then you've got a load of newer players being like oh cool this is this is cool and then a load of older players and being like oh yeah like, oh, okay. oh yeah oh yeah the first set of Zendikar was way better or, I, don't know. <laughs> but, I
1: saw a war I know of ID it was yeah, three I, times the size of yeah, that <laughs> you know, like, oh yeah
0: they used to do this the, the Grendel used to do it but if we had something new it would be like a shared experience of the entire player base no matter how uh, long we've been playing so yeah. I, think that would, I think that would be really cool
1: sorry I can't say your name on the discord I've seen it so many times i can't pronounce it um it's alex Alex. can i just say alex well we've said it now alex your question (laughs) um having been coming to empire for over a year now what have you found to be your least favorite parts of the event and what do you do to deal with that
0: this is a really good question
1: it is a good question what came through like um the other day like it was in the morning i saw it and i was like oh this is a good question
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i'm actually struggling to come up with a really good answer i can this. Uh, I,
1: i've got an answer i can yeah I can, no you
0: far away yeah
1: yeah um so since you said like the, the event rather than just like the game itself like i in the whole event i i really struggle i tend to get to a certain point at night normally about 9 p.m and i crash It seems to be this sort of like, I'll go from being very energetic and chatting to people to just nothing. It's not that I feel tired or anything. It's like, I just have this sort of weird social crash. I don't know why, it just seems to happen. And it happens in every every social interaction from us going out to the pub for a few drinks or, going to a film or or, or anything like that, I get to a point and it's just like everything crashes. I don't know how to deal with this because I've not found a very good way yet. Although one thing that I have noticed recently working specifically at Empire, is especially if we're sitting at a camp and I feel that happening and I've just gone is although it's it feels like the last thing I want to do is get up and walk around. But getting up and heading over to one of the other nations, one of the other groups, one of the parties or something seems to, like, lift back up. And then I can go right through to, like, 1 a.m. quite easily. But it's at between 9 and 10, there's a weird sort of lull. And it's always, like, a a weird battle getting through. Um, At the events, obviously, you were adding into the fact that you're sleeping in a tent you're doing a lot more, you're away from home, you're out of routine, you've not eaten enough, you've drank too much. Um, so all of that combining can really like get down on it. That's the one thing I do struggle with. Um, And obviously, Oliver, you always notice when I do it because you, you've known me for quite a long time. So you always notice, but I've had a couple of people being like, oh, you're tired, do you want to go to bed? And I'm like, I, ho- I, I, but I've got this thing where I don't want to be rude. I don't want to look like I'm being rude and not interested in what's going on. So I'll try and... <laughs> look like i'm not crashing inside (laughs) that's my one what's your one
0: i think um i mean okay my least favorite part i'm i'm doing doing this off my head because i'm actually struggling because i i i love i love these events like i really do again like empire is empire is my game i feel like so i get this with like mmos right so when people talk about MMOs, you'll start talking about MMOs like, "Oh, I play like Elder Scrolls or I play WoW," and then you get the Final Fantasy fourteen players that pop up, and they always pop up. They're always just like, "Oh, you're talking about?" I feel like I feel like Empire players must be the Final Fantasy fourteen players of LARP because like I, I speak about Empire so passionately, uh, even though it's the only LARP I really play, um, and there's not a lot in. Uh, there's there's not i've just noticed i think the chat is quite far behind us so sorry chat if we're not if we're no no
1: it, it is because i thought it was like my internet because my, my, i was going to close off twitch because it's yeah. just i it's miles behind on mine yeah. so we're, um, we're very sorry
0: yeah. uh we're very sorry uh chat i'll put a not... message in chat now and yeah. literally say we're, that we're basically we're, we're way ahead we're way ahead of you chat so i, I apologize because there's a few things popping up that um i would uh i want to respond to but uh we've moved on from the <laughs> moved on from the topic but yeah i i love i love these events so much um the things that i don't like is they're too short but also if they're any longer they would be too long if that makes any sense uh, i don't like uh, i i very much dislike uh setting stuff up taking down's not actually as bad even though it's sad when you take stuff down like setting up is a pain uh i kind of wish that sunday was a full day but also i don't if that makes sense as well like almost i'm like i don't know how uh i don't know how else they would do it because i've heard that obviously the, the events used to be three days they used to be on bank holidays like sunday used to be a full day and that didn't work yeah. out i get it like i think and then a lot of the time a lot of the events it comes to sunday afternoon we're done we're just like oh i'm so tired um so that that's so yeah getting over tiredness then eating eating is a big problem problem. PD uh, are a, they're, for, for a, a small team, they are coping with the growth of the game very well. Uh, they I've never had every email I've ever sent them, no matter how freaking stupid it is. Not that I'm counting them at all. Uh, <laughs> but I'm like, God, it must be so But Sometimes I will send an email. And it will just, I mean, it'll be something real trivial. Like, oh yeah, you know, I haven't got, you know, uh, by the way, like my, you know, I haven't got this ribbon in my inventory and I'm just like, I wouldn't expect to a, a prompt reply because currently they are just about to have a massive event, you know, that is like 10 times what planning a wedding must be like, you know, and they're doing that four times a year and they've got thousands of people just about to show up, you know, and it's just like, and then they just reply like instantly and it's always pleasant and it's always, uh, uh they do, they do yeah, a very like... good job of that. So a lot of, sorry, I was going to finish my point. Like, I... uh, so yeah, any any issue that I have, I feel like has or like as soon as I have an issue, it's addressed quite quickly. Yeah, so. Sorry. Yeah, yeah,
1: to? no, sorry. I was just going to say, like, um, I always feel like I'm. I don't email unless I'm a hundred percent sure I need to email. When I do email, I try to put every single thing that I possibly maybe want to say in that one email because I don't want to bother them. And then when they reply, I'm like, oh, it's really nice reply to reply to that reply because I feel like I should acknowledge that reply but am I bothering someone who's trying to work really hard on the other end just for the sake of being like hey thanks for your reply yeah. <laughs> again just want to be polite yeah I feel like um, I wanted a
0: better answer to that question because it's a very good question um uh, but th- yeah there's not a lot that is like that 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 bugs me about this event specifically I mean that you know the, there's people there's a lot of people and with people uh yeah i mean you're going to get problems every now and again um yeah
1: that, but... that's that's the thing actually because like within the event i would mention things that are very much like you know okay like I, I could mention things that are not really related to the event like you know being overtired or like um queuing for showers that sort. Of, that's not really the event is it that's just sort of things that we we go through i guess
0: i mean actually i mean maybe i do have an answer for this actually like least okay. favorite parts of the event uh monstering monstering <laughs> it's probably my least favorite part not specifically the fighting as the monster but having to get up go do your duty it's almost like voting. it's almost like being like oh i better go i better show up for jury duty you know because i'm a good citizen you know and you want to be a good player I'm not saying don't do it, but it's it's not overly enjoyable sometimes when you're like, oh, I, I, like, I have to do this, and I'm glad that people do it, because obviously when we're on the other side, I'm glad there are monsters for us to fight, um, but yeah, it just takes away a lot of Sunday, it takes away so much of Sunday when you monster a Sunday for me, so that's probably my, and then the way I deal with that is just go, oh, well, I'm going to try and get everything done on the Saturday and the Friday, so Sunday is going to be a chill day, that's usually how I deal with that.
1: I mean I think I'd agree with you. I, I love monstering on the Saturday. It's,
0: it's fine. Like <laughs> when I'm actually in the thick of it and I'm actually monstering, it's fine, but it's all the like okay, now we have to like walk back and now we have to like go get a shower and then we go blah, blah, and then we have to go get ready again and
1: I've been quite lucky, like the last few times I've been monstering. I've ended up with brand new players with me, like the last few times now. Mm. Um And I've really enjoyed that because I'm like, oh, this is a cool way of showing a new player about the combat side of it, answering those questions, having some fun without any risk to your character. So I've I've quite enjoyed that aspect of it. But yeah. Monster on the Sunday's a pain in the ass. (laughs) But we will always do it and we'll always give it our all. Okay. So my turn. Um I think it's your turn. Yeah, go for it.
0: Uh, oh wait, no, no. This was the question I was actually thinking about. Do you think the druge uh, should be exterminated? Slash, what do you think is on the other side of the druge lands?
1: Death to the druge. Yeah, death to the- <laughs> in,
0: in character. Death to the druge. Out of character. I like the Druge. The like, <laughs> they're like our Joker to our Batman, you know. I'm like, I'd, like I know
1: they are. I don't actually uh, want them
0: gone. No, like, I like. I would. Yeah, I mean, I would. I would prefer to like follow them into their homelands, you know. And because I mean, yeah, I think more there. <laughs> well, I've spoken to players that have more knowledge about this, more knowledge about the geography, because like on the other side of like the Druge lands, that there is more like territories that would be very good for the empire so i'm perfectly happy to keep pushing that direction you know which is probably why i'm not that concerned about like the grendel front which is probably why we're probably going to be forced to be concerned about what's going on with the grendel but uh no i'd, I'd perfectly be happy like just fighting the druid forever but in character yeah i want to exterminate them so um i think i think i'm i think i'm with Tancred being like yeah just like it's the op like destroying them is the opposite of glory is sort of what tanker was saying to us. It's like, you know, glory is being remembered for winning and, and everyone remembers you. Cause they're like, yeah, um, it's, uh, which people get confused with glory. People think that glory is all about like being a good person and doing the right thing. It's, it's a, it's about, uh, <laughs> it's about being remembered. I think, I think that one of the good examples <laughs> 'Cause ancient history is like Alexander the Great was glorious. Uh doesn't mean he was a good person. Doesn't mean that he he did the right thing at all. But everybody remembers and he was he's literally known in history as Alexander the Great, you know? That's glorious. Uh yeah, and the opposite of glory with the Druge is to like basically burn the libraries did have it so they there's no no trace of them so sorry yeah.
1: so the next question i was trying to do some quick research thing. um <laughs> it's
0: obvious because your your computer screen is like flashing up
1: i know because i it's not the next one question it's the next mm. two questions are related to like, oh shit i i don't know enough about this um because the next two questions are what do you make of the brewing liberty pact law at uh, Pact war sorry and do you have an IC slash OC goals regarding that potential conflict, particularly if the Druze are wiped out and Dawn no longer have to worry about their old foe?
0: Yeah.
1: Right. So, so do Liberty- you know anything about this? Actually.
0: Uh, so, my my general knowledge of this is like the Liberty Pack is really quite interesting because it's it was a it's a player. It was completely. I'm pretty sure it's completely player led prompted you know it was just like oh yeah we want to free slaves Yeah, Uh, yeah uh so um i'm i'm all for jumping into that game it's weird because it's like i feel like if basically if if we it feels very much like okay the barons is ours it doesn't it would feel a little bit lame if from a storytelling point of view pd was just like oh actually there's a whole kingdom of Druze, and now they're coming for the dornish i feel like that would be a little bit like convoluted and be like oh, ok okay we'll just okay it's retake the barons part 2 for the next 10 years you know like i don't i don't think that's the way that's going to go no but at the same time it's like oh okay well i i feel like the dornish storyline is kind of like wrapping up you know for that as, as a nation being like, okay, yeah, you know, well, we've got, we've got the Druze on the back foot. Um, I, I feel like the Barons as well, like once we overtake it, we've got a nice little like thing to, cause I, like basically people can only invade us by sea. Once we have it, people can only invade us by sea, you know, so yeah. we can push, we can push all the way through, but I think we've got a good protection with, um, like Holberg and, and things like that on the other borders. Right. So, uh, it it feels very much like, you know, we'll hang out, keep taking, ter- keep taking places in the Barons, shore that up, a bit like what Arizan are doing with Zenith, you know, and just just kind of chill there. But in the meantime, overarching story, let's go deal with other stuff. So, I'm I'm looking forward to learning more about what the hell's going on, uh, yeah, in parts of the Empire.
1: That's the thing, like, I'm kind of same. I did like, a quick search because so I was like, uh, what is this? Um, And Liberty Back, pretty much, yeah, like, exactly what you're saying there. I haven't anything on the Liberty Back war, that is the issue. And I, I'm, like, did a few searches there, and I'm terrible with the wiki, and I couldn't find anything. Um, but... Yeah, I mean like I think that's the thing. Like obviously now that Donna are, are a bit more freed up, I guess we're gonna end up doing a lot of um a lot of different things and I don't really know where the story is gonna go from this point no. actually, which is quite exciting yeah. to be part of this part of history. Right. And then there is another question from Kyle who said, Is there an area of the game you look at and go that's cool? I'd play another character to interact with that. If so, what is it, and why is it being a highborn priest?
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, uh, I kind of know what he's getting at.
1: Uh, I want to interact with the bard side of the game, and I want to do that by making a bard, and I want that bard to tell deep, dark horror stories in bruschka
0: <laughs> i think yeah i understand i understand the question because your, your character can't do everything your character can try to do everything but when it comes to actual skills that like you can't get enough experience points to have like be a priest be a battle mage be a uh, yeah do everything be an exorcist um, do absolutely be an autumn mage, be a spring mage, be a winter mage, be a day mage. Like you, you can't do absolutely everything. You can't be a ritual, ma- you know, ritual caster. um Yeah, no, I, I would definitely like to jump into the magic get No, well, I don't. I, no, that just makes it sound like I'm going to. um I've definitely looked at the magic game and gone, yeah, that's cool. I would like to make a character, like making a day mage to go do some day rituals and be like the studious like wizard (laughs) i don't think that's going to happen i think i'll always be playing um i'll always be playing my paladin archetype i think even if it means like uh being a uh a varushkin priest or something like that that's totally paladin-y uh i I i don't know if i can see myself playing a wizard um ever in empire but it is something i've looked at and been like that looks pretty cool
1: um okay so over from Instagram, I've got Carby Ryan asking, why pick Dawn as your nation?
0: Uh, well, I'm saying, uh, like I know exactly why. Do, do you want to go first on this one? or?
1: Because we're simply the best. Ding, ding, ding.
0: There you go. Number one nation. <laughs> um, yeah, th- this um, is pretty straightforward. Yeah. Do, do you want to go first? No, you go first. Go first. Yeah, uh, I love the I, I've, I've always I'm trying I'm trying I'm trying to think of the best way to best way to word this it's very difficult when you when you're like passionate about a certain type of fiction um hey thank you very much for the color it me kp uh zero three uh i know exactly who you are uh, i don't because everyone's got different twitch names and discord names and i'm no, never sure who's okay with uh me calling them by their 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 names or their discord names or whatever so uh thank you very much for the follow uh welcome into the realm i'm pretty sure you follow us on other stuff as well um what why do we pick why do i pick dawn basically i love romantic well, fantasy the
1: question is why pick exactly
0: yeah so oh stretch 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 um dawn i've always every like video game i've played every role-playing game i've played i've always played uh the the night my 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 favorite characters in fiction have always been like the knight archetype as well doesn't matter if it's like a you know boy scout knight like captain america or like a dark knight like batman i've always i've always been into that uh european romantic fantasy um and dawn obviously like encapsulates that with a bit of a twist you know because i like the the, what they've done with going getting basically shifting chivalry away which is which is why i think people get confused with glory because uh people very much associate like uh european arthurian style fantasy knights with chivalry um and an honor mm-hmm. code and they've literally the brief literally says we're not we're not honorable we're not chivalrous you know because chivalry obviously has connotations with a society that has uh gender archetypes you know and we're playing in a gender-blind setting uh so we're not chivalry isn't a thing um so glory is going to be different from from chivalry so that I, I i like that yeah this is such a long question for me to answer but but dawn is just dawn is Okay, I'm going to I'm going to say something that I'm not entirely sure whether I think is true myself, but I feel like it's I feel like it might be the case. I don't know if I would be playing Empire if it wasn't for Dawn. As in, not that Dawn did something for me, it's just that when I saw Empire, I saw Dawn first and went that's what I want right, I, I didn't, I, like, uh, Empire seemed like an awesome game, and I'm glad, I love all the other nations, I love all the other nations, and the archetypes, and blah, 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 it makes it feel like a living, breathing world, but, um, if Dawn didn't exist in the Empire, I probably would have looked in the game and gone, oh, yeah, yeah, I might give, I might give, like, Navarra go or something, or I could be a Viking, you know, <laughs> but the fact that Dawn was a thing, is what made me want to play Empire.
1: I don't have a very good answer for this question. (laughs) Because although it says why joined on. I'm gonna preface it with why I joined Dawn. Which is a very boring answer. And it's because you were joining Dawn. Like that's why I joined really But why I actually joined Dawn. Dawn is a nation that is so different from the others most of the other nations they have this sense of a full nation together they do everything together you can rile up an entire their entire nation and they all back one another don't do support one another but there's that individualistic part of it which allows you to shine if that's something you want to do it allows you to stand out and to not just prove yourself to other people in the empire but you've really got to prove yourself to your nation I find a huge amount of my game proving myself to other epic houses within my own nation um bringing them on side convincing them to fight for me or to fight with me it's something that is just from what i've experienced just so extraordinary it also chucks you into the role play now all the nations the role play is incredible all the nations really push you into that role play i love the role play in dawn i love the fact that we're there to fight and be glorious and be badass but none of us have an issue being like fuck that i'm not doing that fight you know like none of us have an issue with that and i like that as well because we're not about being like oh that's cowardice that's not this that's not that we're just like we don't care because we're all our own individual people
0: yeah, well, that, that's the um, – we're talking about glory now. I mean, I, I can't – so, so yeah, hey, I don't know much about, like, the Grendel or the peace tree, but I can tell you about glory, which is – so I know my brief, um, and I know what I think about my brief and what Godra thinks about the brief. So that's the thing with, like, honor. Honor a lot of the time, and, and obviously honor culture is a very – it's sometimes popularized, but it's a very sensitive topic in the real world, right? But it's, it's very yeah. much a, a thing that's been part of many human cultures. Um, in a lot of cultures where it's honor cultures, losing equals shame. That is very undaunish. Uh, it literally says in, like, the, the, one of the main things in the Dornish brief, okay, we're glorious in victory, and we're proud in defeat, which is a virtue, right? So, going basically going in, accepting the challenge, and losing is as important, you know, if not more important sometimes than than winning. But when you do finally win, it's making sure everybody knows that you won. That's what's being that's what's being glorious. So, uh, it's not an honor culture, you know. It, it it it's not, and that's what people. I think people get a little bit confused. Uh, with that, but I think it's because people go, "Oh, yeah, it's 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 Arthurian knights. Therefore, they're all about like uh, you know, honor and justice." And blah. no, we're we're about we're about winning. And when we lose, being like, "Okay, cool, I lost. I get to fight another day." And guess what? Next time, I'm gonna win. And everyone's gonna know I win, and I'm gonna get to be put in a in a book, and people are gonna tell stories about me for generations, long after I pass through the labyrinth multiple times that's glory you know um but i'm talking about glory now not about i mean i'm sort of selling dawn people are saying why dawn so it's i'm selling dawn
1: i I feel like it's kind of like you know like we're not dicks but if we know we can't save you from where you are at this point we're not going to but if we can save you we most likely are going to do so
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> i think look, dawn is very much the social the, the social standing uh nation um obviously that goes on in the politics game and in the entirety of empire but more so because it is encapsulating that like game of thrones game of houses i'm, I'm currently like rereading uh the wheel of time books and there's like there's, there's this nation in those books uh, uh, It is a nation called kyrian and that is like the sort of not really the dawn, but it is it's the nobility structure where you have a very defined noble houses and what they do is they play this thing it's called the great game it's very like the very commonly used things in in like fantasy because it used to happen it still happens like people do it on social media people look for like like clout and that's what like glory is basically glory is like social clout you know and Sometimes people will come into the glory square and be like dawn sucks like the brascos literally did it they were they aiming at a specific person but they initially came in and went hey we're in your glory square and lots of nations do that every time that happens daw they they they're always just met with silence like if you go into songs and stories and go hey Navarre, fuck songs and stories like the navari will as a nation go what and there'll be a riot you go to the marches and 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 disrespect the marches the marches will all band together dawn not so much you know you if you go and go right okay you specifically Godric, you are the worst, i hear that you are a shit fighter um and you have no glory i will take that personally michael jordan me and <laughs> i took that personally but if you come into Godric and go yeah dawn sucks and i'm like okay <laughs> that's, that's your 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 opinion it's wrong but uh some parts of dawn suck yeah of course like, but Godric doesn't suck
1: <laughs> going into this actually although we're on those topics of glory here i will never forget like whenever anyone asks me what glory is or what it's about or anything i i and so the same scene comes into my mind every single time and it was one of my first experiences in dawn may have even been my first event or maybe my second at the latest and that's when somebody came running into the glorious group being like dawn we need you for the skirmish it will be glorious and they were saying all these things and i just saw i looked around and i saw all these people. at first i was like oh my gosh there's a fight do we need to go and do that I think it was my first event. And everybody it around the, 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 the glory square were all just like... And they went back to their conversations. And that was the moment where I went, oh.
0: That's the experience you get in Oh. And it's, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 u- it's unique because I, I at first, like I, I've had my mind changed about the whole, like, because uh, most of the other nations, they have this thing, especially, like, I know definitely Navarre and Wintermark, have it where at the beginning of the event they have like this national standing or the moot or whatever it's called. Um, and you know that they do the whole like, Oh, this is the, these are the, but I think the league have it as well. like, Oh, these are these people and these are these people. And, and Oh yeah, you know, let's let's bring the new people in and and show them everything. Uh, Dawn doesn't do that. Um, and I used to think, Oh, we should do that. Or, you know, we should have a big festival. We will go around just as one nation. Uh, but now I'm realizing that that's just not, it's not Dawn. And that is actually what makes Dawn special in a weird way. It's also what makes Dawn not for everyone. And I complete, when someone says, I went to Dawn, I hated it. I totally understand. I know lots, I have lots of lot friends that started in Dawn and went, no, I don't like the dynamic in Dawn. And I get it. I completely get it. Uh, for us, it fits like a glove. But it's just the way we like to play, you know. I actually it, it makes complete sense to me, like you said, when because I'm pretty sure it was like some sort of Rosiny came into their glory square and went, "We need people for a skirmish." You know, that we're vastly outnumbered, and <laughs> everyone was just like, "Anyway," and they went back to their important conversations with their friends we're and their little outnumbered. cliques. You know,
1: we're going to die. We need help. Yeah, good luck. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> the thing is, knowing the system now, it's just like well, you're actually better off going to Wintermark or, uh, or, or Navarre and be like, hey, we need people to come on this skirmish. You know, that are keen. Yeah. You know, I think people. That's where people get confused with the with the Dawn brief. They're just like, oh, Dawn are into glory. It's like, I,
1: I feel like the one way to get a Dawn is if it's the druge. If you literally, not not in the, if you literally just come and houses, like, hey want to go kill some drush like like, like that's, 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 I think that works quite well just that, you know hey wanna build a snowman The
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> thing is like glory. Gl- if you, if you if you run off and die needlessly that's not glorious uh and th- the system isn't built like it's not D&D like you're not an avenger like one player character can't do a lot like a one player character can't go and just like slay a big monster or kill like two or three orcs on their own it's a very balanced and a lot of the time it's especially if you're a new player it's, it's it, you're actually underpowered for like the skirmish crew and things like that that you're going to be facing in fact a lot underpowered um so like one new player versus like one skirmish crew member is probably not going to go very well for them to be honest so like there's, there's not like there's I not can, really um,
1: contest that it doesn't go well our next question is from um me, she from our Twitch. So, I'm planning to start LARP next year with my younger sisters. Where would you recommend buying outfits and gear? Um, okay, how about I answer for your younger sisters and you can answer for them? I don't actually know if they are, um, actually, no, we'll just have to do both. So, how about I answer Femme, you answer Mask? Okay, sure. So, um best place to buy sort of femme outfits. There's lots of places online. There's also like cheaper places. Like I actually get a lot of things from like Amazon and Sheen and EB and things like that. Um so I get a lot of things, even like places like um Primark and stuff like that, which is here in the UK. So like um your sort of cheaper shops, like getting femme sort of uh cotton dresses and things are quite easy actually. Um actual sort of like online places i use holly clothing quite a lot because you can do custom dyes custom sizing and although they only have so many pieces it's really easy to make them look unique to yourself and that works quite well um armor and gear is hard like i won't lie it's hard um leather stuff at uh, lock and load um on etsy does some incredible female armor that's where I get mine I get them to cut the leather and send it to me and I tool it and dye it they have confirmed that they are happy to do that for anyone they do all different types of leather armor and really great it's really well shaped and it perfectly works for like that sort of female armor shape um because it is quite difficult to find that female armor that is actually practical and doesn't make you look like what's the right words Um, (laughs) like female armor is actually practical for for use and doesn't just make you look like a video game meme is quite difficult to find online I haven't found any metal armor so far apart from stuff that I bought secondhand off of friends so I can't really advise on that at the minute um, but that's it for fem stuff.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, my, my stuff's pretty much going to be similar type advice, really. I mean, the, the best place to, to, to do it is going to be at like kit fairs and cons if you can. Uh, going to actual LARPs is going to be good for getting gear. Um, if you can, my biggest advice, depending on the LARP you're going to, if you're going to go to a big fest LARP where there are going to be a lot of traders, I would get your base layers. I would get, uh, either your, your trousers, your dresses, and I was supposed to do a mask, but whatever, like, so any base layers, uh, shirts, things like that, um, anything to keep you warm or cool and like basically if, if you're going to pick a character that you're going to go, right, okay, I'm going to need, I can show up to the event and be dressed basically, and then save your the rest of your budget for buying stuff at the event. I think that's what I would suggest. Uh, buying your, like, weapons and armor and things at the event. If you're going to start at small LARP where well, that's not going to be a thing, try and go to a con, try and go to a kit fair where you can pick up and look at the weapons, where you can try the armor on. Uh, if you can't manage that still, there is a lot of websites that you can get stuff from. A lot. Um there are, like, your wishes and things like that. I would probably avoid them. Uh, if you can, I would definitely do your research. Join Discord communities and Facebook groups, uh, ideally for the LARP you're going to attend, and they will give you advice, things like that. Um, if not, then, like, just ask general advice in LARP groups. Where's best to buy such and such? I'm looking for a Gamberson of this style can anyone suggest any traders people will then give you names of trusted traders because there are a lot of websites out there unfortunately and traders uh that aren't good and they will take your money and they will steal it and you won't get your stuff um uh there's there's a few that i won't name so, but uh yeah basically take your time your research it's very it's very much a oh i'm so excited that i can't wait to go to this lap and i totally want all my armor and everyone everything now but yeah definitely take your time make do with a shirt and a pair of trousers and some decent boots and a cloak maybe uh cloaks aren't going to be that difficult to come by uh and then the rest of it you can take your time with and build slowly that would be my advice
1: definitely cool so, everyone, we have got two more questions and one statement. And I think after that, we're probably going to stop there. We're already well um, over, yeah. Yeah, we're well over. But I want to make sure we've got everybody here. Um, and I have want to make sure we don't miss anything. So, what's our other statement? I, li- I literally copied this over because I, like, I do not remember us actually writing this on the chat. And I thought that was kind of cool. Um, And this was from... Um, i've got the same chat open as you over help me out here which one um, are you looking at it's yeah, it's the... kyle 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 why is your name so weird on here <laughs> <laughs> just kyle let's just go over it <laughs> no the, the fighting as a herald next to you as a yotin was hilarious we had a mid-respawn snack
0: yeah yeah, that that was that was the monster battle where I was so hungover, like heavily yeah. <laughs> hungover. Uh, yeah, that was yeah yeah that was um, that 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 was a fun one because I just wanted to die. That was the one where I tried to die and I just <laughs> couldn't die. People wouldn't let me die.
1: Oh my god, we were both just trying to die that whole time. You got to go to respawn. Freaking Yorton did stay with me on me. I'm like, no. What are you doing? I mean, die. <laughs> um, okay, so two more questions. Um, so this is a um, nice, intelligent gamer, um, and this is a repose from their earlier question, which is, I'm not sure if this is an EU versus USA thing, but festival LARPs tend to be PvP for the most part here astonishes me how empire manages to have enough of an npc crew to surface gameplay for its gigantic player base what do you think would ha- would help encourage npc participation here or might it just be a cultural thing
0: uh we've pretty much answered this question but i think we have yeah, yeah, yeah i got like
1: half with your oh i think yeah. we just actually went yeah, over
0: this. We, yeah we've answered this question uh the parts we haven't answered in no it's not a cultural thing um yeah. as a fest larp uh it's you know it's getting bigger and it keeps changing but the, the the reason it can get so much bigger is because it, it's made to be that like if it needed a ratio of npcs to players then it would become unsustainable for the numbers we have so basically, yeah, they actually technically do need NPC crew. But they're only, like, when we spoke to Mike, they, he was like, oh, yeah, I'm only, like, currently we're looking at, like, 4,000 players. And they're like, oh, yeah, we only need, like, five to eight more. <laughs> like, ideally, you know, but not to the point where we can't run the game. Like, it's not – it's you don't need a massive – like, when you've got, a like, a player-led infrastructure like Empire does – having just throwing literally you could just be like halfway through saturday you could be like here's 400 more players and the game would just run as smoothly in senate on the battles as it normally would it it would most people wouldn't even know the difference if 400 people just showed up and just split between all the nations like it's not that's what's why it works as a festival art um i don't think it's i don't think it's a cultural thing i know um, i don't think so yeah, because I know North America, I don't know a lot of US LARPs. I know there's LARPs like Bicklein and things like that that run like in a similar vein where they've not got a lot of NPCs. Bicklein's weird because they have like a Ren Faire sort of going on at the same time where it's like a bit of a Disneyland yeah. type thing going on as well, where they've got a lot of staff and that going on and people that are just there to entertain other people, but which is sort of a player thing as well yeah it's it, it's weird but yeah every lap is different there's not there's the weird thing about the community is that there's so many different variations of the same hobby It's a bit weird um but yeah
1: yeah um our, our very final question is from cam come um and they have said i can't remember if i posted this question before or if it was asked and answered before I joined. But are there any other LARP events you've been looking at? And if so, which ones? Yes, we have already answered this one before you joined. But I think we'll do like a really quick recap just to to, 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 to a- a- end on. Um, basically, I think we're both like, yes, We there are definitely other LARP systems that we would like to try. But... Doing the four Empire LARPs a year definitely does take it out of us when it comes to just sort of energy, um, time, money, taking time off work and so on. Personally, I have my eye on um, Second Breakfast, which is a Hobbit themed LARP and Hoist, which is a pirate themed LARP and also some horror stuff, which is quite cool. Uh, What about you, Oliver?
0: Uh, Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of other LARPs that I've been looking at. There's a... The problem is a lot of it is, I mean, that's why we do this for LARP in general, content create, because there's just, it's so difficult to tell what you're getting into. You know, there's a lot of LARPs that go, oh yeah, cool. There's a LARP in this theme, in this setting. I have no idea what I'm going to jump into. You know, I like, I don't want to go... It's, it's difficult because, yeah, sometimes you're probably going to have to. You're going to have to be like, okay, well, you know, I'm going to go try it and it might be terrible, you know, or it might be awesome, you know, but a lot of LARPs just don't have video footage. They don't have the, you know, the, they, they don't have the modernized, like, website and content creation, like, marketing and be like, hey, this is our rule system. A lot of the time it is a website or a wiki that just goes, here's uh, 10 pages of rules um and his and please join our facebook group if you want to come um so yeah there's a lot that i'm like oh that looks interesting but that's a lot of time that's all you have to go on so it's definitely something we want to explore so i mean if, if if our uh if this venture to having to roll keeps drifting into larp making more larp content it's definitely something i want to do with the channel is explore the larps via the channel that's what i would like to do because empire the problem is empire is my hobby and i it's my holiday and obviously like my content creation is very like it, it mixes with that a lot and i want to be playing the game of empire i don't want to be like constantly filming me playing empire either as well so
1: i would like to leave everybody with a question um before we sort of end our stream for this evening uh the question I want to ask you all is what do you want to see more of now I I have ideas and we both have ideas that we're like oh we think people might like to know about this aspect or that aspect or how this works but if there's anything that you're like oh I really like to see how they do this at lab or how this works um or anything at all please put it in we have a channel dedicated to feedback um to any suggestions like this so please put it in there let us know and then we can see if we can make that happen for you all as well um yeah and i think that's um i think that's us all all finished up